0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Neil Lennon pays tribute to Billy McNeil And opens the door for Lee Griffiths And Karamoko Dembele to appear this season There is an Old Firm Cup final At Hamden tonight And Sven Goran Eriksson Becomes the latest name to be linked with The Scotland managerial vacancy I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well Gordon it's been a, a hugely sad week For Scottish football With the, the loss of Billy McNeil And it draws to a close um, and Neil Lennon's had his say And how he should be remembered And you know a lot of people will have the opinions On the number 5 shirt potentially being retired But he also spoke about um, How the Celtic fans should react on Saturday So that'll be pretty, a, a, a pretty spectacle to see Because he's a man who deserves the, the correct send off So it'll be a, a great thing to see But Celtic have to mourn it in the correct way and the correct way I'm sure that Billy McNeil and his family would want is going out and performing on the park hugely important game at the weekend for both sides of the old firm and it starts at half past 12 on Saturday so once again looking forward to the fixtures In terms of the actual football Gordon we were spoiled for a while with all the midweek fixture cards we had in European games before that so it's been an uncharacteristically quiet midweek in terms of the actual football on the on the park and now we start turning our attentions to another big weekend Another weekend where Celtic might win the title mm-hmm. But another weekend in which Rangers are going to try and keep up their winning run And put it off as long as possible Yeah, um, it's going right to the wire Gordon You look at Celtic playing Kilmarnock early kickoff. It's up to them to go and get the three points And then Rangers obviously the following day against Aberdeen And they'll be desperate to get one over in Derek McInnes And his Aberdeen side Because they've had the better of them this season uh, and then all excitement down the bottom. You look, you look at the bottom of the league. You would probably say that Dundee need a miracle, um, and then St Mirren and Hamilton will probably fight for the playoff places. So, a lot to play for. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need to get in touch with us tonight. Um, we also have that disciplinary news coming out of Kilmarnock. Kirk Broadfoot he'll miss the game at the weekend. Of course, his red card has been upheld. Um, and maybe, just maybe before the end of the night We'll have some uh, news about Stevie Clark After his comments at the weekend, who knows So 01419511025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB So get in touch, let us know what is on your mind Neil Lennon did his press today Rangers will do theirs tomorrow Neil Lennon believes Celtic should retire the number 5 jersey In tribute to Billy McNeil The manager speaking for the first time since They lost their greatest ever captain When I got the news on Tuesday morning I was in Paris in a hotel and I got this overwhelming feeling of nostalgia and emotion because Billy McNeil was Celtic he was an icon um, a hero I mean I was growing up you know I'd hear the stories you know of the Lisbon Lions and you know without doubt the greatest team in the club's history and he was their leader he was our leader you know, as a player and, and as a manager. On a personal level, when I first got the job, he was a tremendous support to me. And not only during the good times, but more importantly, during tough times, he would come in and see me after games and give me a lot of advice, good advice on what I was doing right and at times on what I was doing wrong. And I used to enjoy him coming in after we'd beaten Rangers. 
and the first thing you'd see was the big grin on his face and he'd give you a big bear hug. And he was as pleased he was as pleased himself as he was for me and as pleased as I was, so yeah, just little things like that where there was that little office at Celtic Park and when everyone left he would pop his head in and give me five minutes of his time. And I always cherish that. Some players do bridge the gap and there have been some outstanding tributes from Rangers as well and again we're very grateful for that. I mean there has been a lot said this week Mark Wilson I'm just wondering as a former Celtic player and particularly quite recently I take it it was a presence that was still just felt oh, throughout the club Gordon without a doubt um, when Neil said there you hear the stories I was I was no different when I was a kid you know growing up and hearing the stories and seeing the the footage of the olden days and you know I was I even got a picture at his book signing with me and my mum when I was a wee kid and you hear all that but being a player and being lucky enough to be in his presence when John Clark would bring him through the dressing room and John would bring him through into the back back room and you know he would ground all the players have a wee chat with him and just the presence when he walked in the dressing room never really felt that with anybody else I was always a wee bit intimidated you know because he was this utter icon of the club you know but he always had a big grin in his face would speak to anyone and we used to have a laughing joke sometimes by saying oh when you won the European Cup you were, were playing against nobody and John Clark and him would you know just have a wee grin and laugh and go aye son you were in the last two minutes with us and you know we had a wee laughing joke but it was it, just that the size of him and even when even if you had a bad game or we lost when you went out to the reception here at Celtic Park he was always there speaking to people picking people up you know and it's just a role he played for the club that was, you know, he had perfect down to a tee. Now, the Celtic players will wear the number five on armbands on Saturday and then on their shorts at the Scottish Cup final. They slipped up again last weekend as they look to wrap up the league title, but Neil Lennon says people need to calm down a bit. The result last week, some aspects of the performance could have been better, but we had 20 attempts on goal, you know, four on target, so we know our finishing could have been better. <coughs> I think our form is okay. You know, people are making a big deal of it. It's exactly the same as it was this time last year. We drew 0-0 at home to Dundee, won at Hamilton 2-1, won the semi-final, then lost the Hibs. In fact, our form's better, but everyone seems to be making a huge issue of it. I'm just looking for consistency and standards to be maintained from here on in to the cup final. And I know the players are well capable of that. Okay. So we're unbeaten since January. We've conceded three goals, yet now there's this sort of wave of criticism aimed at myself and the players, which... I think is well over the top Well over the top Says Neil Lennon The criticism I can understand What Neil's um, The message he's trying to get out there Gordon uh, He's got the stats that, that prove That the records uh, So far Are still good uh, I think it's A lot of Celtic player uh, Celtic supporters Are disappointed In the manner um, They go with, They go through To Easter Road uh, The weekend there Hibs Are unbeaten In the league Under their new manager Playing very, very well. It was always going to be a difficult game. They're still in control of winning the league. And with the uh, incentive now, and everybody will call it the Billy McNeil final, then that give, you can't get any more incentive to go and win a treble treble. I think I think a lot of Celtic fans, listen, see if this was still Brendan Rodgers and he'd still continued in this vein, you know, went to Tynecastle, won the last minute, you know, a draw Easter Road from a you know a very good Hibs side, you know beat Rangers, uh, albeit two one, but it was an exciting game. I think they'd still be delighted. I think because there's been some change, it's upset a lot of Celtic fans, and they can't go over 
the Brendan Rodgers effect. They can't they can't see anybody else taking the club forward. Got to remember, it is it has been difficult. I know you don't agree. You say it's an Neil probably had an easy job coming in, but it's difficult for players to adapt to a new style and fans to adapt to a new manage, management style. But Neil's right. He's got all the stats. They're unbeaten. They're going in the final for the treble. There is no crisis, and I don't get why some Celtic fans are jumping on this like it is. Uh, Neil Lennon said today, Kieran Tierney is seeing a specialist, hasn't trained all week, so you await an update on that one. Lee Griffiths having fitness tests today has a chance to feature before the end of the season. And Karamoko Dembele, there is a chance the fans could see the youngster before the end of the season in the first team as well. So I've got a question for you all tonight then. Which youngster at your club Which fringe player Which player generally Do you want to see given a chance Between now and the end of the season It might be Griffiths or Dembele They're the ones in the headlines It's because of Neil Lennon today But what player at your team Would you like to see given more of a chance Between now and the end of the season 01419511025 At Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's speak to Michael in Canvas Lang Hi Michael How you doing pal? Uh, First time caller and I uh, love the show. Thanks, Michael. What made you call tonight then? Uh, I'm calling about uh, Lee Griffiths coming back and uh, the stories of maybe and maybe not if Morellis stays at uh, Rangers. Who do you think will be the top goal scorer ne- uh, next season? Whoa, he's asking you to go into the future. I'm yeah, sure that, you can manage it. That's a very difficult question because, you know, the way Celtic play, unless if it is, we don't know who the Celtic manager is, um, Edward's there. And he'll probably just now, uh, obviously just now, be the number one striker. And if he's still there, he'll probably be, he'll start the number one striker. But a new new manager or Neil Lennon, um, permanent manager, may decide to go with two up top and try and get a partnership. Will Morelos stay at Ibrox? He's banged in 29 goals so far. He'll be looking to get another good season under his belt. But he's got to make sure that his discipline is a lot better if he's still there. Uh, it's a very hard question to answer, Michael, to be honest with you. I mean, Michael, are you asking because you think Lee Griffiths can or, or will be Celtic's first choice striker next season? Yes, I think he will be. I don't think he'll come in, obviously, straight away as Celtic's first uh, striker, but I think that he will, by the end of the season, be the top uh, striker. Because in the interview today, what I seen when he Lennon, he says that they are missing his goals. Well... Me, me and Daz had an argument Kind of about this okay. uh, What A few months Bill A lot of months ago Where you said Edwards Was out and out The number one striker And I, I said Well I think Griffiths You know Is in me a shout And the two of them The two of them Kind of vied for that position And then obviously Lee had his problems And went off Left the position Open for Edward No doubt about it Just now And at the start of the season I think Edward Will be the main striker But There will be a period mm. That Lee Griffiths will get in and if he starts scoring goals, this was the argument we had. So you're Lee Griffiths. Are you agreeing with me? No, that? we'll go back to it. No, what no, I no. said is if Lee Griffiths starts scoring goals, yeah. he will keep the jersey. He will keep the jersey. Who did you just say would be the number one striker? At the start of the season. Yeah, Edward. Okay, thanks. Having said that, <laughs> this is a this is a progression for Lee Griffiths. Yeah. We, we we know he's had difficulties this season. He's not played football in a long, long time. Fitness tests today may feature before the end of the season. I'm sure mm. the priority for him right now is trying to get Just an appearance playing, this yeah. season, then a good pre-season, and then you worry about whether he becomes the number yeah. one striker I, at all. Because at the moment, 
I he think, just needs to get back I being think a that would be important for him Gordon The news we've heard today um, That the fitness testing He could make an appearance I think that's important Now if you look at any player Who has a long term injury Say a cruciate knee injury At the start of the season A bad leg break Their aim is always to try and get back Just for one or two games Before they split up It just lets them feel Part of things again It lets them go away And then enjoy their holiday and then come back feeling part of the squad So I think it's important Is it? Because when I read it myself I thought I wonder why You know Is it worthwhile? Yeah. Do you just let him get pre-season And then he, he's right back oh, up I just love to no, Is it just a psychological thing? A, a psychological thing. thing Doesn't matter what your Injury or layoff time Is because of Getting back Before the end of the season Gives you such a lift um, Michael we just heard from Neil Lennon there He says some of the criticism Has been well over the top As a Celtic fan Do you agree or disagree with that? Um at the time, I was uh, totally on board about uh, the criticism, but after the stats that he pointed out and stuff like that, there, I think we are a little harsh to jump the ship on him. Like, and plus two, like which one of the panels were saying that uh, since Brendan Rogers, if Brendan Rogers was here and he had the same results, I don't think he'd be getting half as much stick. Yeah, I think that, that that possibly is true, Gordon. The argument that some of the callers raised the last time that logic was brought up, though, was. Brendan Rodgers would have gone into those games with a double treble in the bag. It, mm-hmm. You know, you you build up a certain amount of goodwill, whereas Neil Lennon just comes in and sort of starts at zero, if you like. And and, and Hugh Keevans calls it the addition. Maybe that's why it's not really easy to to judge Neil Lennon against Brendan Rodgers. I can hear what everyone's trying to say, and and Mark was describing it there about you know Neil Lennon and difficult job. If it was Brendan Rodgers. And they were still playing the way they're playing under Neil Lennon, for instance, and a lot of Celtic fans not enjoying that. Then nobody would ever question Brendan Rodgers as a manager. Correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if Neil goes on to win the title, which I think we all expect him to do, and he wins the Scottish Cup, we've still got people phoning in here, Gordon, saying that they don't want mm-hmm. Neil Lennon as manager. So it's not me or Mark is to say, the Celtic fans are paying their money, there's a split in them saying, no, even Neil took over, and, and to be fair, he was there and he was right at the helm. We had a very articulate 10-year-old on the phone last night saying he loves Neil Lennon, just doesn't want there, to see him as the manager. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying to you, and there's, there's a lot of Celtic supporters out there if Brendan Rodgers was still the manager and still playing the way that Neil's playing, nobody would go on this phone saying anything like, I love Brendan Rodgers, but I want a new manager. It's just because Neil's come back, his second stint, um, he's had a few late winners and it's 90 odd minutes a game, three points from Porn. Gets the treble He still might not get the job Thank you to Michael and Cam Lang. Now remember We've got the Youth Cup final tonight We are going to go to Hamden And that um, Along with the Karamoko Dembele Lee Griffiths thing Is causing us to ask you Which player you want to see Given a chance for your team Between now and the end of the season Lots coming in on Twitter Dembele's obviously one Chris also wants to see Okoflex Looks a cracking player at Celtic He says uh, Charles Jeffrey says I had an agent in my taxi last night mm. He told me young McPake from Rangers Is the best young prospect at the academy So I'd like to see him come in And get some game time With second place more or less confirmed You always listen to the taxi Josh, drivers don't Josh, you? Is, mm. Josh is related to my family Yeah Josh McPake Yep He's uh, my Yep 
My well, sister's well, husband's he nephew. Seen him play? Is he a good player, man? I've, I've just seen footage of him because um, my brother in here. Well, my brother-in-law, um, you know, sends on footage, but been scoring regular for you know Rangers. Um, Reserve side and youth teams. Would it so. not be nice to go along as part of your family and support him? Support <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'll just support take, take my brother-in-law's <laughs> word for it. <laughs> no, but listen, it's great to see these young players come through and get a chance. I actually thought Josh McPake may have got a chance for Rangers on the bench when they were struggling in the was it the League Cup semi-final when Sadiq played and things like that. But mm. Stephen Gerrard chose another option. David Young says Nathan Young Coombs as well for Rangers. I'm excited about this guy. I know he's been scoring a lot mm. for the development squad. So we are going to go. Uh, to Hamden soon Mick wants to see Ewan Henderson Given a little bit more um, Of a run The The, the Karamoko Dembele one Is It's the sort of Obvious one isn't it Because he's been billed As this absolute Wonder kid You've all seen the footage You've all seen the highlights reel He's now at an age Where you can Maybe Expect to see him In the first team And that That's that's probably the one that a lot of people are looking at Yeah and I think that uh, It'll be in the Back of uh, Neil Lennon's mind That there's an opportunity if he gets over the line uh, and when he gets over the line for a title it gives him that breathing space so he can rest players for the cup final if all things go well you may see him around before the end of the season um, I'm a big fan of his I like his style you know I would like to get him integrated around the first team squad sooner rather than later but he's still got a bit of work to do obviously Come on, this is fans of all teams We're asking you the question Which player at your team Do you want to see given more of a chance Between now and the end of the season The Youth Cup final is on tonight It's an old firm final at Hamden And we're going to go to the National Stadium next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to Thompson's.com your usual Thursday night duo of Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller are here And they're waiting on your call So get them in or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB It is the Youth Cup final tonight It's at Hamden Park between Celtic and Rangers It caused us to ask the question Which young player or which player in general Would you like to see given a run out at your team Between now and the end of the season The team lines are in So let's look at some of the names for the future With Andrew McLean Hi Andrew Hi there, yeah, when Celtic take on Rangers at any level, it's always a, an interesting tie, but what a setting for it here at Hamden for the Youth Cup final. So plenty at stake here for these young players and a good chance for both teams to showcase the young talent that they've got coming through their academies at the moment. They might all be teenagers, but with the way the modern game is, you know, you only need to look at social media. Some of these players are already well known amongst the supporters of each club and that's something that you just wouldn't have had uh, in previous years. But, you know, you look through the team sheet, Probably the most high profile of those is Karamoko Dembele, as you touched on earlier. Neil Lennon actually saying today the 16-year-old could feature for the first team before the end of the season. Armstrong, Okaflex and Barry Coffey, two others that I know the club rate very highly. As for Rangers, well, they've already had a prestigious trophy at youth level under their belts this season. They beat off pretty tough competition at the Alcas Cup in Qatar. A few of the players from that team are on show tonight. Dapo Mabude, Nathan Young-Coombs and Kai Kennedy some of the ones to watch out for in their side so for Celtic Liam Hughes is the goalkeeper the outfield players Dylan Forrest Brody Patterson Liam Morrison Christopher McQueen Paul Kennedy Karamoko Dembele Barry Coffey Cameron Harper Scott Robertson and Armstrong Okaflex the subs Mackay Mullen Moffat Wiley Sparks Denham and McBride as for Rangers the goalkeeper Lewis Budenokis starts in there the uh, 
Outfield players Nathan Patterson, James Maxwell, Ben Williamson, Daniel Finlayson, Kyle McClelland, Dapo Mabudi, Kieran Dixon, Nathan Young-Coombs, Kai Kennedy and Josh McPake. The substitutes Kinnear, O'Connor, Butterworth, King, Baldy, McKechnie and Yates. The referee for this Youth Cup final at Hamden is Tony Fullerton. Uh, thank you to Andrew McLean. He'll keep us updated and bring us any post-match reaction for tomorrow night's show. Did you ever reach a Youth Cup final, Mark Wilson? Oh, oh, no, no. no, listen, unfortunately not. No, it was always something I wanted to do with Dundee United, but... The team we had was absolutely hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. Never going to hear that. And the, you know United. the good thing was, I, I, I missed all the good Dundee United years. I was one of the bad crop. I came through. But the, the best thing about it was, at, see at that level, where you get to play on the stadiums, because you never got near them. We were playing in junior grounds mm-hmm. and, and whatever, just in Saturday mornings. But in the Youth Cup games, you got to play in the big stadiums. That was an amazing experience. But as I say... I was all right. The rest of the team were. And, 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 and my day wasn't. It wasn't the youth that was a cup final. It was a Glasgow Cup final. And the, well, they still have that. That's do, slightly Gordon, different, though. That's well, the medals are the best medals you'll ever see. What do you mean? They're like massive. physically. Oh, right. they're fantastic. <laughs> uh, honestly, you still got the, yours. Huh? Oh yeah, I've got. We, we, I've got. I think three or four winners medal. Big. Massive I'll give Spent you one too many times <laughs> Too much time in the reserves Obviously You can just never tell What's true and what's not Before I'm we came on air the time uh, you're Josh tonight. Before we came on air He was trying to tell us He was a former Youth champion At badminton oh, you just don't, you, You've just got no idea What is true Under 16 uh, North Lanark I, I mistakenly mentioned nah. I played badminton last night No chance Ah oh, goodness I, I played badminton from. last night He says Are you any good? I said ah, I'm alright Now nah, when they play Yeah I only play good players Because I was a I was a champion Do you want to know What makes me think It's not true What Probably wasn't even Called North Lanarkshire When you were young It was called North Lanarkshire Was it? Yeah Right. And, and Matt knows check. it's true Because I asked him the way he serves You've always got anyway, to right, back Please this is nonsense Absolute rubbish Back to the football I'm asking you Fans of all teams Which player do you want to see Given a chance for your team Between now and the end of the season um, Lots of love from Rangers fans Coming in for that man Nathan Young-Coombs He does start for the youth team Tonight at Hamden Derek is another one Who tweeted him in Lauren wants to see Anthony Ralston Getting more game time He was great when he came in At the start Before being injured Would be good to see What he can do Against the top half Before next season And uh, Regan Stevenson Don't hold your breath He wants to see Marvin Compere Before the end of the Mm. season So Unlikely I think We'll we'll fill that one Under unlikely Ken is in Canvas Lang Hi Ken Hi how you doing Gordon Mark Mark and Gordon How you going Hi Ken Uh, First I'd like to Give my commiserations To Billy McNeil's family And to Celtic I've never met the man But I know what he's uh, given towards Celtic uh, and all the past glories that they've had. The reason that I phoned up was Karim Mokad and Belly. Now, I've never seen the lad play, and I've just heard a lot about him in the, in the press. I know he's starting tonight. I'm recording, recording the game so I can actually get to see him. But I just don't want Celtic fans when he gets, he gets his debut before the end of the season to put too much pressure on him. There's going to be pressure anyway, and Everything that's been written about him is going to add pressure to that. And I say, I hope he does well if he comes in. I was wondering what you thought about it. Yeah, I think it's a fair concern, isn't it? I think it's I think it's uh, the main point about the boy. I mean, we've heard so much about this lad for, what, three years now? Best part of three years. We've never really heard that before about a kid. You know, so much pressure put a on him. John Fleck, if you remember that. At, at, um, the, at the level of this, though, where Scotland and England are both fighting over him. I mean, I just read that he was handed the England captaincy. The he other, was, he, yeah. Yeah. So at that level, I mean, that's huge because it's coming from both sides of the border, this pressure. 
And in terms of his international career as well And it's been a fear of mine That when he does get thrust into the, the first team And I, I do hope it is this season Just to get a glimpse of him in, into that environment That the pressure isn't there That mm-hmm. he's going to be a superstar by next year It's a, it's a huge step Stepping up from where he is just now To first team football Playing with the guys that he could feature Before the end of the season with But to try and displace one of them and then the Celtic fans or whoever other fans say, well, where is this kid? I thought he was meant to be a wonder kid. I wouldn't like to see that. It's a difficult one, Gordon, particularly in the social media age. I don't mm-hmm. think you can ignore that because it gives people it gives people an insight that they never had before. It, footage becomes available. So it's, it is tough to draw a line between acknowledging that he's clearly a very good talent and not putting pressure on him because they, they just go hand in hand. Yeah, of course um, And that's the compliment to the young lad Because everybody that's watched him uh, I've heard so much about him Like Ken I've not really watched him live uh, I'll look forward to seeing a bit on the TV tonight with him, Gordon But he's got good people around about him Neil Lennon's an experienced manager um, He's a, you know, He was an international footballer Top footballer He'll know when the time is right to put the lad in there Give him a little bit of his opportunity He'll get every support from the Celtic fans So I don't think there'll be that mm. much pressure on him This season And Mark's right The step up from that level to first team level Playing in front of 50,000 people Is enormous Gordon But if you've got the talent And you've got the confidence Then why not give the boy the opportunity The social media thing does make it more difficult I think Mark Wilson I remember speaking to someone And hopefully I've not got this wrong But someone from the, the Scottish FA Sort of digital team Media team Something like that Who said that There was one clip That they put on their social media channels One clip of Karamoko Dembele Pulling the ball out the sky In a Scotland game And flicking it You know some sort of fancy yeah. piece of skill And that got more views than the videos of Lee Griffith's free kicks against England at Hamden. <laughs> well, uh, listen, so you can that's, believe that's that. that's the appetite it's, it's f- for this type of thing. Yeah, we're all looking for the next great hope and 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 hoping that he comes from this part of the world, you know, and or he's part of your team or your club or or people can claim that oh he came through our academy. That's that's what everybody's hoping for. Every football fan is hoping for that. Uh, and when clips like that are on, everybody clings to it and. But with that then comes pressure There's no doubt the boy will know that that's had so many hits And it's how he deals with that And Daz is right, he has got good people around him But I, I was there with, uh, at Celtic At a time where Farouz was there Islam Farouz was there Had good, great people around him I mean Tommy Burns and that round about him Made the wrong choice, in my opinion anyway Went down south mm-hmm. And we've never really heard much of him So it's important that if he does break into the team He listens to the advice Because it's the advice given is only for the best at this moment. Once he gets in his 20s and if big offers come then, then he can make the decision for himself. But at this age, you'd like to see him be nurtured in the right way and take the advice on. And I think that's when he will be a star. But the pressure on his shoulders will be immense. When when he does eventually you know, break into that team or is sitting on the bench maybe week in, week out, the pressure will be immense. Coming on for 10 minutes... He'll, he'll rouse the fans And they'll automatically think He's going to do something And that's what makes a star If he can deal with that Then he's a superstar But At this moment When he's 16 years of age I just would like to see The, the pressure on A little it's, less it's, he's, six, he's only six, He's 16 and two months God, God As well So it's, it's not as if It's yeah. amazing how football Has changed in all those years Because We've had a guy In this programme For 20 yep. odd years 
at the tender yeah, age yeah. of 16 scored a goal yeah. a winning goal against Celtic Hamden in front of what 60 70,000 people so uh, yeah. and that was DJ so uh, nowadays you are more protected in the olden days you get thrown in there and say right go and prove that you can play at this level but I'm sure so what's boy, best what would you say throw them in and see well, that, that's what happened to me my first I thought I was there to carry the hampers Mark and I've got to be honest and I was disappointed with Rangers that they thought I would be carrying hampers <laughs> after <laughs> after building such a big part of Mitchell Library um, <laughs> and when I turned up at Celtic Park I was still walking about the dressing room for about 15 minutes while the lads were getting changed because I didn't hear John Gregg saying I was playing and I just get thrown in there and I scored after five minutes. I was disappointed because it would have probably been three or four in my head. <laughs> Ken, put an end to this <laughs> nonsense. She wants to come back in. And I just get thrown in there and I scored after five minutes. <laughs> there was a cat in my back here. I just pull in here as a cat in my back. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, Ken's a bit busy. Right, Ken, we'll start the story. <laughs> pull over safely, Ken, and then we'll, we'll ask you for your input again in a minute. You, you were just telling us your, your family member, your extended mm. family member playing yes. for Rangers yeah, tonight. Yeah, You've yeah. not been on giving him any advice. No, listen, I was I was actually in Chicago uh, and he FaceTime, young Josh FaceTime, my, my brother-in-law, who I was visiting there, and uh, he says he won the, the player of the year, young player of the year, sorry, at the at the Rangers Awards do. You know, gave him my congratulations then, because that's not that's not an easy thing to do, you know, there are a lot of quality players, so be interesting to see him tonight, this will be the first time I've, I've probably seen him play for 90 minutes, so uh, best of luck to him. Send him a wee text. No, no, I lost his number <laughs> You always tend to lose You lose the other side's number No firm days If you're sharp You can always call out his lies Jim McLaughlin has tweeted North Lanarkshire Council Formed in 1996 So did Gordon use a DeLorean To nip back in time And win his badminton tournament I'm, I'm not buying that I've got the trophy at home I'll bring it in I'll bring it in <laughs> well maybe we've just found out why you've won Because you were playing in an under-16s no. tournament When you were 40 Exactly With yes. a big moustache I, I was, playing, I was, I was <laughs> playing in Lanarkshire Up the north Lanarkshire I was actually I was uh, representing DL High School There you are oh, listen, listen, someone that, must that, be listening who, who knows DL High School's ins and outs of badminton I was, or, I was the under-16 champion don't believe it for nah, a second. No chance. Absolutely no way. 01419511025 asking you who you want to see playing or given a chance, I should say, for your team between now and the end of the season. When this time of the season does come around, Mark Wilson, do you feel there are opportunities there, you know, as a player? As a young player? Or, yeah, but even if, I suppose a fringe player as well. Oh, as a fringe player. Yeah, well, well, it depends where your team is. I mean, at the end of the season, if you're in a relegation battle, you know, the manager tends to stick with. With what he knows And if you're on the bench then, Or not being on the squad You tend to find yourself there As a young player I, I th- always thought When you're mid-table or, or something like that You're always the likelihood To get flung in Which was great And you always sat there With excitement And uh, so happened That then I missed my opportunity I thought I was going to get my chance When I was 16 uh, Missed that And I eventually had to wait To the winter to get it But lots and lots of players I remember the Celtic team I think it was Was it 2000 When a whole host of them or, or maybe a wee bit later got flung in and Mark Fotheringham and all that all these guys and John Kennedy and that got flung in against Dundee United in the last day and they all went on to have great careers but they were 16 you know 16 and a half when they got flung into that team shows how good they were Just thinking about this fixture tonight I don't really want to beat ourselves up any more than than we have to we know we've had some 
Difficulties in recent times But a bit of a shame That it's not open For fans to just go And pay and, and get in to watch I cannot believe that For for a game of that magnitude For the kids It's it's a great occasion To play in And a great You know Stadium I mean there will, there will be a, a crowd of sorts You know mm. Whether it's Sort of extended family Family's. Teammates and, and different people Have been invited along But not what What, what could be attracted Numbers wise Yeah because it is sad Gordon Because there's a lot of good people out there would love to And it's not a bad night It's been a decent day today Love to go along there And support the young kids And see them And for the young kids And Mark I'll, I'll tell you Coming through the ranks And running out a tunnel And it doesn't matter What cup final Youth Glasgow cup final Whatever it Reserve cup final And there's a decent crowd in It's a fantastic experience But the thing is That, that preps the kids as well For making the the steps to reserve and first team football If they're running out and say this I mean what would you get tonight maybe, I don't know Maybe you'd get 10,000 Maybe even more No Probably fill it I, Listen On a night like tonight Where nothing else is happening on TV Beautiful night It just preps them for the next stage That pressure Having that many people watching you It just puts you in great stead For when eventually you do get your chance To run out at Celtic Park or, or Ibrox I've been asking fans of all teams The one player or a couple of players You want to see given more of a chance Between now and the end of the season Every Rangers fan who tweets in Seems to be saying Nathan Young Coombs So we'll see how he does tonight In the Youth Cup final Sideshow Bob's thrown a couple of other names in That we maybe haven't heard yet Daniel Church A left back for Celtic He wants to see in there uh, So keep those calls coming in What else is on your mind? You tell us 0141 951 1025 We'll hear from you after the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here. Give us a call or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. 20 minutes until kickoff in the Youth Cup final between Celtic and Rangers at Hamden. Neil Lennon saying today that Karamoko Dembele could play for the first team between now and the end of the season. So we've been asking you, fans of all teams, which player do you want to see given more of a chance between now and and the end of the campaign A few tweets coming in uh, Gary Cooney says I couldn't get tickets to take my kids along to the Youth Cup final It's a farce There must be a way They can manage the distribution To ensure kids get along to see the game And young players get experience of playing in front of a big crowd uh, But Jordi Gaz on the other hand says I've been at a few Youth Cup finals at Fir Hill, Celtic Park Between the teams There's nothing but trouble Flares, broken seats, trouble in the streets It's such a shame the youngsters can't gain from the atmosphere But it is Understandable And on the subject of uh, Young players getting thrown in Mev's mm-hmm. very unhappy with you <laughs> Yeah I can only apologise Because you've got the attendance wrong He says yeah. Please tell Gordon D That DJ mm-hmm. scored the winner against Celtic As a 16 year old in 1970 In front of 106,000 So you chopped a good 40,000 off it Listen get your facts right Come If on. you're going to s- Hit out with some things uh, did like I, that Did I not say 60 plus? I could come back. Tell me of that. Yeah, sixty plus, plus. sixty. Yeah, nearly. right. Okay. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Like I say, we are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. So get your thoughts in on any of today's big talking points. Ronnie's in Cumbernauld. Hi, Ronnie. How you doing, guys? Ronnie. Yeah, good, Ronnie. What's your point tonight? Hello. Yeah, I'm just I'm obviously delivering, but it's all right. I'm on hands free, so that's fine. What are you delivering, Ronnie? <laughs> Uh, oh, no, no, hold on no, no. Before you Come move on. on, Ronnie What are you delivering? Sorry, eh uh, Indian We can't right, hear you on the Ronnie, Ronnie. <laughs> Mark. The, car, the car is absolutely Smelling beautiful With chicken buna And lamb chica And garlic naan You're not getting a name Nervous driver Have you on Twitter By any chance? 
Ronnie, there's a guy there's a guy who delivers in Cumbernauld to Mark Wilson's house and is furious that he doesn't get tips. It's not you, is it? No, not at all. I get a tip everywhere I go. Have you ever delivered? You've never. We've obviously never delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken Boone, I get it round there, and he'll sort you. Out. Anyway, Ronnie, what's your point tonight? It's just obviously regarding Big Billy McNeil. God rest him. He was a great manager and a great a great player for Celtic. You know, a, a stalwart as they call him. And I'll tell you what, they should make the, see the Saturday's game. I totally agree with the number five in the shorts, just as a, a mark of respect for the big fella. And also, I do agree with retiring the number five jumper. Because I think there was only one man worthy of wearing it, and that would have been Big Billy McNeil. I think I think occasions like this come round. I mean, very very rarely where you see shirts being retired in in the memory of somebody, or you know the the numbers printed on the shorts. I was part of the the Jimmy Johnson Cup final squad that you know had the shorts and and things on. And you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you get to keep those, or is that you know, auctioned off or whatever that type of thing? Uh, no, I, I think they were given away, taken away to to be auctioned off. But um, you know, I, I have to totally agree. When you get people who are icons like Billy McNeil, Jimmy Johnson, and things like that, then it's it's only fitting. It's only only right. Um, and for them to be, you know, such a hero and such a presence at Celtic, I don't see anything wrong. There will, there'll be people that probably argue against it and say, "Oh, well, you know, <laughs> they'd rather see a, a modern day number five come in or whatever." But I, I think it's the, the right thing to do I think it would be a lovely gesture from the club the, the right way of going about it And the thing in the shorts I think that will be a special thing to see also And I'm also looking forward to seeing the tribute at Celtic Park uh, Come Saturday afternoon I'm sure it'll be big I'm sure it'll be big Yeah I mean we've, we've had a couple in Scotland haven't we mm. Mother don't wear a number 10 anymore After the passing mm. of the late yep. great Phil O'Donnell and, and so on Listen, you can't. I don't think you can tell anyone whether that's right or wrong. I think it's some people will. Celtic will do what they think's right, Gordon. And um, you know, I look at Billy McNeil, and I was talking to you today about this. To play over, and I'll say over eight hundred games, just in case I get it, I get it wrong. Well, eight hundred. I think it's twenty hundred twenty twenty two, round about that. To play that amount of games for one club. Is incredible And those days And the reason I say this In those days A referee would always give you And players would always say It's my first tackle Those days 50-50s were 50-50s And not to bend your for long term And stuff like that Mm, To continue play And I think somebody says to me That he was never subbed as well Something that never happened to me Or a mushroom But (laughs) I guarantee you I think Celtic will do the right thing I'm going along on Saturday And I'm going to go early And I'm just going to soak in Everything that's happened at Celtic Park Because I was very fortunate in my career That I played under Billy McNeil Bernard McBride tweeted and asked Gordon Was it disrespectful that Man City Didn't wear black armbands last night? I was a bit disappointed with that Gordon I actually watched the game last night And I thought uh, um I was disappointed. He was a, he was a part of Manchester City. He was a manager there. Um, they should have showed, I think, a bit more respect. I was disappointed in the club. <laughs> Peter Healy tweeted in: "I have delivered to Marks and Cumbernauld likes an Indian." Says Peter. That's a waistline to Jess. Hold on, hold on. Let me get this straight. So now on our on our Twitter feed, we've got 
two different delivery drivers who come to your house. Oh well, listen. I think you need to start. Well, the companies cooking. don't just employ one, do they? Well, that's, oh, that's true. I'm assuming it's two different <laughs> establishments. No, no, come on. There's there's many many delivery drivers out there. Oh, it's a busy. It's, it's, a, busy. A, it's, it's a thing I never, I never do. Never get deliveries. Never it's ever. Because you live within walking you live distance, in distance of all, to the, all the takeaway yeah. outlets. Yeah. Uh, let's speak to Brian in Cumbernauld. Hi, Brian. Hey, still uh, sorry. Sorry, Brian. Thank you. Down Thanks very much. Um, listen, I just want to speak about Billy. I mean, I was very, very fortunate enough to meet him on many occasions. At one time, I actually had dinner with him. And um, I mean, you knew. When you were in his company, when you were in his presence, you knew you were in the company somebody that was very special. I mean, as a Celtic supporter, the the the, the hackles raised in my back whenever he walked in the room, and he just he just set you at ease instantly. We'd come over, he'd say something, he'd put his hand on your shoulder, and, and he'd tell you these stories. And after I just thought it was fantastic. I want to share a wee story with you. Um, I mean, as Celtic supporters, I hope we were worthy of him. Because yes, he played eight hundred odd games for Celtic, and you know it was just a, a, an amazing human being to to be in his company. I'm sure a few of the guys there definitely have been in his company. But we were at a supporters' night one night, and we had dinner, and it was actually a, a dual thing. Um, him and John Gregg done it. And now that's one of the things that you know we don't do so much now. I don't think. But John Gregg and him were really really great friends. They had fantastic banter. And they were sitting eating. Um, they were sitting eating the dinner, and there was a questions and answers thing, you know, later on in the night. So um, one of the Rangers supporting side, because it was one side. You'll not see this nowadays, but one side of the hall was Rangers fans decked in red, white, and blue, and the other side of the hall was decked in green and white. And Billy was there with another Celtic player, and um, John Gregg was there with another Rangers player of the day. So um, one of the boys shouted out a question to John Gregg from the Rangers side and he was just the way to pick up the microphone and Billy picked up as quick as him and answered and said, and before you again, John. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I just I just wanted to say we are an amazing, we're amazed by him, you know, and, and I mean, I wanted the outpouring. I just really want to thank yourselves for the brilliant tributes that you have that given them. We had... The, um, the the Parliament talking about them. We had question time talking about them and everybody, right? But Man United, Man City last night, no respect whatsoever, no armbands for a man. He was the first British man to ever win the European Cup. He was their manager. So whenever they come chapping the doors, and I'm saying this to Peter Lowell right now, because whenever they look for a testimonial games to fill their stadiums, doing in England, Celtic, tell them where to go. No, we're not doing it. I think it's fantastic that the Celtic boys are going to wear five on their, on their uh, shorts on Saturday. I think that's and the I, cup final, Brian, that that's happening. But uh, nevertheless, right, okay, same gesture. Right. Well, I think I, 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 I want to thank the SFA for allowing that to happen because I think that's a, a decent decent thing. On to the, the, tonight's game, um, to the young boys, good luck to Celtic obviously not so much the Rangers I'm a Celtic fan but I'm sure there's Rangers fans that would be the same as, um, as myself but I want to just say on a personal note um, we had we had a guy in our club the Sinaians Paul McStay and he, he was he came all the way from Grenada and he landed in these Scottish shores 
I mean, a um, beautiful big guy called Roy London, and he passed away just recently. And he loved Celtic more than anything. I just want to say that Celtic family mourn both Big Billy and Big Roy. God bless them both. Okay, well said to Brian. And Sterling Trish is on Twitter. Wants to defend Man City to an extent He says until they're at home this weekend It's a bit harsh to judge them On the Bill and McNeil tributes And probably tweet of the night from Paul Burns You've ruffled his feathers Does the name ring a bell? Paul Burns mm. Tell Mark he's welcome to all those rubbish players He played with in the youth team at Dundee United <laughs> <laughs> Was he a player? He was we, a left winger Paul we, He was alright We must have been that bad that he looked good enough To step up to the first team Still not as bad as his patter though Absolutely oh, Probably big time yeah. being caught out eh? Honestly ah, well, Right on I the money I didn't think anyone was him Right you would think Gordon Deal had put me up to this Because it's his favourite shop in the whole world But he actually hasn't Something I wanted to tell you about Evan Cycles A brand new store opening this weekend at Glasgow Fort Look oh, at the look in his face yeah. You love it in there don't you Discount what's your discount The sight of you and Lycra <laughs> is enough to put anyone off their dinner So I'll move on uh, Get on your bike Get along to the launch There's goodie bags in store competitions this Saturday Right now online you can enter and win £500 to spend On brand new bikes and accessories Head to Clyde1.com to enter With Evan Cycles brand new store at Glasgow Glasgow Fort It is now time for this as well Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Beat the pundit time Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Always uh, capable of producing some interesting moments On Beat the pundit So if you want to take advantage Give us a call right now 0141 951 1025 You could win yourself a signed ball But be quick because the lines close at 7 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Clyde One, the official station of Glasgow Rocks. Playing Plymouth Raiders at the Emirates Arena. Sunday, 5pm. Tickets at glasgowrocks.co.uk. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here a couple of minutes until kickoff in the Youth Cup final at Hamden. So just before we play Beat the Pundit, let's go back there and catch up with Andrew McLean. Yeah, the team's out on the pitch at the moment getting ready for this one as you were talking about earlier it is a shame really that there is no crowd at this one there's a, a small amount of tickets were given to each side that they could hand out through their academies and, and through their community projects so there will be about two and a half thousand people here at Hamden watching this one but still a great experience for these young players to come here to the national stadium and play um, and you know just showcase their talent for these for these young guys some of the players to look out for Karamoka Dembele as everyone knows one of the sort of if, if you can have a, can be a household name as a footballer at that age he certainly is one Armstrong Okaflex of Celtic and Barry Coffey as well ones that are hot prospects as for Rangers Dapo Mabudi Nathan Young Coombs and Josh McPake are some of the ones to look out for although if uh, Josh McPake does share any of the same genes as Mark Wilson he'll have a lot to overcome to actually make a good career out of it but should be an interesting <laughs> should be a good one here at Hamden tonight looking forward to it uh, that was Andrew McLean Youth Cup final Between Celtic and Rangers About to kick off In a couple of minutes time I think it's always An, ex- an exciting day In the calendar Because you always look Look out for it And just see the The stars of tomorrow So to speak And some might not be but Yeah That's the, that's that, the challenge that, Yeah you'll get uh, Young guys there That that'll be their best memory In their career Gordon Unfortunately Making the step From that level To first team level Week in week out Is very very difficult But at least they can look back and say, yeah, we played at Hamden, mm. we played uh, against Celtic, we played against Rangers, and uh, 
They'll look forward to it They'll enjoy it tonight They really will And Andrew's right It's a shame that there's not A, a decent crowd mm. in here Give them some support Alright let's do this Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday Wednesday and Saturday Beat the pundit time Either Mark or Gordon Will be in the hot seat They will be playing tonight To defend the signed ball But the man standing between them And that is Robert A Motherwell fan from Lanark Hi Robert how you doing, alright? Not too bad, how are you? I'm alright Good man, right, we're going to toss the coin heads You're up against Mark Wilson And Tails, you're up against your fellow Motherwell fan uh, Gordon DL, so let's see how we get on And it is, it's Tails Gordon against oh. Robert So let me give Gordon some clay too And that way he won't know what you're saying, Robert 30 seconds, head to head You can pass, here is your chance to beat the pundit Are you ready? Yep Which country was former Rangers player Richard Goff born in? South Africa Who was the first Scottish team That Zurab Kishnashvili Played for Rangers Who are the current holders Of the Scottish Youth Cup Celtic What year did Darren Fletcher Become the full time Captain of Scotland 2004 What trophy did Scott Brown Win win with Hibs League Cup What is the official name Of Livingston Stadium Tony Macaroni area And what is the nickname It just about started What is the nickname Of Air United Oh The Seahawks <laughs> I like it Good attempt Right let's bring Gordon Deal back Gordon are you with us Yeah go go. Right same set of questions To you You ready Yeah What country Was former Rangers player Richard Goff Born in Sweden Who was the first Scottish team That Zurab Kishnashvili Played for Pass who are the current holders of the Scottish Youth Cup? Celtic. What year did Darren Fletcher become the full-time captain of Scotland? 2004. What trophy did Scott Brown win with Hibs? League Cup. What is the official name of Livingston Stadium? Tony Macaroni. And what is the nickname, you better get this one right, of Air United? The honest man. Robert, what do you think? I think their base is bad as each other. <laughs> Well, what do you mean, Rob? <laughs> let's find out. Let's find out who is worse. Uh, first question: What country was former Rangers player Richard Goff born in? It was Sweden. So first blood to Gordon DL. See you later. One nil to Gordon. The first Scottish team that Zurab Kishnashvili played for. Dundee. It was Dundee. I thought that. No, you didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, so none of you got that right. One nil to Gordon. The current holders of the Youth Cup. Hibs. Ooh, so oh, Rab better not get that Rab did not get that right, So okay. it's still 1-0 to you In what year did Darren Fletcher Become the full-time captain of Scotland? Would you take a guess, Mark Wilson? They both got it wrong 2006 2009 so, uh, I don't even know what you said four. I just know that it was wrong <laughs> It was only about four then <laughs> So it's still 1-0 after four oh, questions Not a that. classic What trophy did Scott Brown win with Hibs? The League Cup You both got it right So Gordon's still one up You both knew the Tony Macaroni Arena so you're still one up And then you made it two Because you knew the honest men How could you not? You were the manager there Robert guessed the Seahawks Which was uh, a <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I, Well listen I, I, I'm tempted to give you half a point for the imagination But Gordon DL does win it The sign ball stays here Hard lines to Robert Unlucky Rab That was Robert In Lanark That man Nathan <laughs> Young Coombs That all the Rangers fans Have been tweeting in Wanting to see Get a chance for the first team He's almost opened the scoring In the Youth Cup final It was a ball across from Mabudi uh, He didn't quite get enough on it And it got deflected behind For a corner kick
Yeah, it was a great opportunity, Gordon. It started very, very well, and I must say, I love his his hairstyle. His hair, but oh, you back in the day yeah, when that, you were that, that age, yeah, I had the feather cut. Mm. Uh, but he's obviously <laughs> went a different road, and uh, a good opportunity he for a young lad. Rangers have. Uh, I think Rangers is okay. There's only three and a half minutes, but Rangers have started the best. <laughs> he, he certainly should score there, but uh, Celtic <clears throat> had bodies in the way. But he's only seven yards out there. But a good start in this game. Celtic had a chance. Well. An opportunity up the other end But Rangers right up the other end uh, And creating a, a couple of chances And they've had a couple of corners here So lively first four minutes uh, Forget beat the pundit Solboy is on With the most important question of the night If both players were in their prime Would Gordon get by the mushroom Or would the mushroom <laughs> keep him quiet? Uh, Not a chance uh, Not oh, goal. And we do have an opening goal And it's for Rangers After four minutes on the clock It's a nice strike into the bottom corner And it puts the young Rangers side One in front it's a lovely, a yeah. lovely strike from That's the edge of the box. That's not your Josh, is it? No, no. Um, but it comes to him, and he's, you know, you see young players slash and you know try and hit the ball as hard as they can. Well, this is guided into the bottom corner. Lovely curl on it, and bent in. There's nothing the goalkeeper can do there. Fantastic start for Rangers. I know what will be great for a young lad. The the two guys, McAllister and Stephen Gerrard, are sitting yeah. there. In the director's box Watching that And you've got to say That's a composed finish Yeah it's a corner Right to the it Cleared to the edge of the box And it's young Kieran Dixon So composed Just opens up his foot Side foots it into the bottom corner And that does open the scoring Celtic now Rangers won five minutes gone Right I'm interested in this Saul yeah. says If both players were in their prime Would Gordon get by the mushroom Or would the yeah. mushroom keep him well, quiet Well before Before the mushroom says anything right This is true I was the fastest player at Ibrox I was Unreal they, they called me the bolt <laughs> No he didn't yeah, No one did. has ever Ever called <laughs> <laughs> They told you to bolt <laughs> no, nah, listen, no, I, I, listen I played with my head I would have been that, a step ahead of you but, uh, I played I, with my head I, I, I'd have put the ball by you Had a laugh at you Boom See you later <laughs> You think so? Oh easy Easy I've seen him defend Was one on one defending Was that It wasn't his best no, I was, I was, yeah. I he, think that was my speciality, one and one defending. I did start as a winger, Gordon, and I terrorised fullbacks. So how did you, how did your career as a winger go? Fantastic. Did you play many games as a winger after yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. But what happened was because defences. Oh, oh, two 0 to Rangers. Dapple Mabudi has <laughs> rifled one in, bounced up off the turf. Celtic didn't defend the set piece well at all, and this young Rangers team are flying. Celtic nil. Rangers two six minutes on the clock. Well, they've got two fantastic goals, oh, but on uh, top of that, they've had what maybe three or four corners as well. So, I mean, for six minutes, the pressure they're putting this young Celtic side under is immense. And they've got two great finishes, uh, very composed, long way back for the young Celtic boys. Yeah, what a fantastic start. It's just it drops them the edge of the box. Uh, you've got to say Celtic it. defending and goalkeeping mm, didn't. Yeah, was to it? Be desired. Wasn't it? Be- it was like. When Mark scored his goal against uh, <laughs> Rangers, it's actually similar. It, it, yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to keep it down. Yeah, yeah. you got to give the young boy credit. It must play with his head the same as me. You know, spotted the opportunity and, and let, executed it. And just to let you know, I still think I could take him over <laughs> ten, fifteen yards. <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. When was the last time you actually kicked a ball? The penalty shootout you had with Gordon. Oh, oh, you look like you were struggling running up to that Anyway 01419511025 Grant is a Rangers fan on the line Hi Grant Hi lads how you doing alright Good Grant What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I've got a point about the youth cut If I just make a, a quick point about Matt Wilson I'm another one of these deliver- former delivery drivers <laughs> <laughs> 
Many, many, many scarriers do you eat? <laughs> you think you'd get a discount at this rate? I'll tell you what, 20 grand a week at Celtic and no even a, a couple of times <laughs> Every penny's a prisoner, Grant, sorry <laughs> Well, I've got my own back on you because I've seen you up the smiddy the day um, Hearts beat Celtic 4-0 You look as if you were drinking something stronger than a pint anyway <laughs> Well, <laughs> allegedly <laughs> Yeah, let's please, let's please move on from that, Grant No worries um, Basically, it was just obviously you've just said Rangers are 2-0 up in the Youth Cup final there's obviously no spectators, but would it not be ideal for the relevant authorities to go through the schools and offer, like, say, an adult and a child ticket for some sort of price? So obviously to get to, to give the young players obviously the experience as they as they get older or move move on up the youth teams. Um, but obviously you weed out the trouble as well because it's been well documented um, with previous youth cup finals, not to mention all the the sins that have been committed. Throughout this whole season at, at top flight games Just like to see what you thought of that Yeah listen I mean a small Collection of tickets Have been handed out As you can see Andrew McLean was telling us that Could we Should we do more What, what do you think Gordon What do you think of Craig's suggestion Yeah I Grant's think, suggestion I, I, sorry I think we should Gordon uh, It's a sad day When these young kids Are trying to uh, Get a career In professional football It's the biggest game Of their, their lives um, it's at Hamden Our national stadium Surely Surely We are You know We should allow people To get in And, and help these kids And support them And cheer them on I just think it's uh, It's a sad state of affairs I mean Grant You're obviously out and about At, at the moment Not able to, to Keep an eye on things But are you, the, are you the type That looks at these And hopes maybe One or two of these youngsters Can get a chance Towards the end of the season Or, or certainly knocking the door For next season I must admit, I don't really. I'm, I'm not, well, obviously, for, for, for Rangers' sake, yeah. second place is effectively tied up. Um, so I would say so. I mean, there's, there's obviously some big games. I mean, Aberdeen had built it in Commander. That's five of the biggest clubs in the league, you know what I mean? With regards to the size of the fixer. So I would probably. Because we, we don't really have anything to play for now, that would be ideal. But you know, you know what? It really is obviously it's into the manager and whatever else um, we like to we like to stay with us that's sort of tried and tested. Um, but no, I mean I said I've always said that especially since Rangers went down to the third division that um, youth should have been a big part of Rangers um, working their way back up and obviously it wasn't so maybe something Stephen Gerrard and Mark Allen will look at. In the future It's a fair point In terms of the of the bigger picture If you're going over the last oh, I don't know 10 years or whatever Celtic Would boast the likes of, of James Forrest Kieran Tierney Callum McGregor Who've been you know A proper yeah. main part yeah. Of that first team We know that Rangers The last 10 years Has been far more disrupted N- Now is the time I think fans would, would Hope and expect To start seeing that Come to fruition And start seeing the academy Of that type of impact On the first team I think so when you've, Especially when you've got The facilities And people Some people say oh, That means nothing But it generally does You can attract top players And, and you've got a top environment to, to coach them in You know You've got the indoor facilities uh, At your disposal as well So When Rangers have had that For that long I think the Rangers fans Are desperate To see A kid Of the likes of McGregor Or Tierney Or, or whoever you know James Forrest as well Coming through Playing this stage here Starting on this stage But then having a prolonged Career in the first team Where they can eventually look At potentially selling them on For You know big money The kind of money It's getting touted about For 
you know, if McGregor went down south or if Tierney went, I think every Rangers fan would want a piece of that as well. And they're quite right. I think every club, though, Gordon, in Scottish football wants that. But if you're at Celtic or Rangers, the price tag that you can command if a team comes in for down south is much greater. Everybody knows that. Mm. And, and when you've got the facilities, it's only right to aspire to want a player like like the ones we've mentioned to come through your academy. Well, it's the young Rangers team that's impressing so far. 2 0 up on Celtic inside 11 minutes. The Rangers manager at this level, David McCallum, looking delighted with what he's seen so far. What's come on? What's my, I've told you this before. My what? boring story about David McCallum, the Rangers manager tonight. What's that? Give you, that again. He used to be my driving boring? instructor. Oh, so you did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. guy here. This guy here. So if you've ever seen me. Uh, three point turn And you think it's a bit questionable That's the one Perfect yeah. coach There you go, eh? so there you go. Well, well he's not parked the bus tonight Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's unacceptable Brilliant. Yellow card well, for you It's one. one of these weird shows That's taken on a, a bit of a life of its own Because we've had a tweet in mm-hmm. From Stephen Ross Okay With a screenshot Someone has now edited I assume Someone has edited Gordon DL's Wikipedia page <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And it says It says Honours Wraith Rovers League Cup uh, First Division Air United Scottish League Cup runner up Skilled badminton champion <laughs> In the 1940s That's A trophy to prove it it's, That's great And as if that's not bad enough Just to carry on the theme Nervous driver He's popped on Is to see it Hope the mushrooms had his dinner tonight Don't fancy standing at the door In the pouring rain Whilst he pats his pockets Pretending to look for money Again he says, That old trick I'm going to change me uh, Nervous driver I've not heard from him for a while So I hope his night's going okay Okay well, Give us a call 01419511025 At Clyde SSB um, on Twitter um, Roddy has actually got your back though Gordon He thinks you, you would beat Mark Wilson in a race All day long By a nose oh. says, <laughs> Yes I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't even need to put one step in front of that One uh, foot in front of that I think uh, Oh, I don't know what's happened Just a head knock head for oh, one right, of the young Celtic right, players yeah. but, uh, No I certainly would I would uh, wipe the floor with him A fairly bloody <laughs> nose uh, at Hamden So just a bit of a lull in play in that one A bit of disciplinary news coming out of Kilmarnock today And it does affect the weekend So Kirk Broadfoot's red card he picked up against Aberdeen Has been upheld And therefore he'll miss the next three games Including mm-hmm. Celtic at the weekend Any surprise? You two disagree on this I think Yeah I, I'm saying that I think it's a correct decision I've watched it over and over again Gordon I don't think uh, he's got much chance of getting the ball at all. I think it's just a defender's lunge, and I think the decision is correct. I'm with Steve Clark in this one, I have to say. I thought Kurt Broadfoot made a genuine attempt for the ball. Uh, in doing so, yes, he did follow through, but I think it, I think it was harsh. I, I, I do. Uh, I mean, there's been so many decisions that... Have went either way this season But I had a look at that uh, This afternoon Three or four times And uh, I have to say I agree with what Steve Clark says After the game The other ones then Are a bit contentious mm. uh, the, the rule sort of goes though You know it's about Endangering the safety mm. So whether he tried To get the ball or not Doesn't really come into still, it Still uh, Does it does I, I, endanger I mean, the safety it, it, Of, it, it of tries the goalkeeper to get the ball, the But the goalkeeper's head Is on the ground also That that was my thing It's, it's not as if Kirk Broadfoot's raised his foot Like we've seen kicks in the face and head You know Where a player's Foot is so high 
Kirk Broadfoot's sliding along the ground to try and get the ball while the goalkeeper's down. He's lunged in. You've got to say that's reckless. You've got to say that's But if he lunges in and gets a toe in that ball and it goes in the net, is that reckless? He's entitled to go for it. If you're a striker, hold on, you're a striker, you scored many goals in that six-yard box. That's falling there. The goalkeeper's coming out. You can't tell me you're not lunging for that ball. Keeper's ball I'd have been shooting You would uh, lunge for that ball Breaking disciplinary news Actually tonight And that's that Stevie Clark Has been cited By the Scottish FA For his post-match comments um, He's been charged with An alleged breach Of rule 72 If you keep a note Of these things Which states The no recognised Football body club official Etc etc um, Shall Basically indicate Incompetence Or bias on part of a match official So you've all heard the comments I'll play them again for you next And any Kilmarnock fans out there What do you make of that decision? 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years It's time for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL To tackle tonight's full-time teaser Now, a full-time teaser with a difference Ooh. Now usually you send the questions into us and there's X amount of answers that the pundits work together and try and come up with between now and the end of the show. So, a bit different tonight though, because we're going to see if you two, both of you, can name the starting 11s in the last game that you played for Celtic, Mark Wilson, and you played oh, for Rangers, oh, wow. Gordon DL. Now, I don't want this to take over because that's a lot of answers. I'm not going to get bogged down in it. Right. I'm not going to tell you yes or no as we go along. I'm going to give you five or so minutes to, to kick it off and then I'll tell you how many you've got right. Oh, no. So, Mark Wilson, can you remember the last time you played for Celtic? My, uh, <laughs> yes. What was it? Um, Shh. <laughs> I think it was against St Johnson at home 1-0 <laughs> Yes it was 1-0 victory Gordon Deal. I would say Oh my god The Scottish Cup final against Aberdeen Yes But I can't remember what one it was We lost two Oh okay So you have to come up with the, the starting 11 for Rangers On the day that you last played for them oh, And no. you Mark Wilson have to come up with the starting 11 for Celtic On the day you last played for them Like oh. I say I don't want this to take over So I'm not going to Give you answers as we go along I'll check in with you In about five or so minutes um, And we'll see how we get on Stevie's in Bailison I will speak to Stevie very soon But if you can just hang on a second Stevie Because I want to remind you Of what Stevie Clark said He's been Cited by the Scottish FA tonight Received a notice of complaint For applying incompetence Implying incompetence Or bias I should say To referee Stephen McLean After that game Against Aberdeen Let us know what you think I just went over and congratulated him and told him it was the worst refereeing performance I'd ever seen in my career. And it's a long career. He lost control of the game in the first half. You guys are watching it. He lost control. He actually lost control of a professional football match. And I mentioned when we played Hearts here earlier in the season, Hearts beat us 2-1. And I mentioned about the referee. It was Stephen that night as well. And he didn't control that game properly either. So the, the job of the referee is to control the game. He didn't control the game. He lost control of the game. And I feel a little bit sorry for him, you know, because I, I feel, and people tell me historically going back, he's never been particularly kind to Kilmarnock as a referee. And I think he feels the pressure of the fact that his father played so many games here. I really do. And if you're a referee, 
and you feel that little extra pressure, it can affect your performance. So I've mentioned that a couple of times privately, publicly, I'm now going to say. I think it would be better for Stephen and better for Kilmarnock if Stephen doesn't referee any more games for us. Quite simple. There's loads of referees around that can cover. I think if there's a, some kind of fam- family connection, it's a big family connection. You know, Stuart McLean was, was top, top player. I remember coming to watch him. Good right back. And he, he played, I don't know, Stuart played over 400 games for the club. And, and I just feel that that's a big enough connection to say, no, maybe better. And better for Stephen. You know, he's, he's obviously, he's, we've had him as well where he's made some decisions for us. But by and large, since, since I've been here, when he's refereed us, I haven't been particularly... Sure about his performance. He's overcompensating then, probably for his family. I don't know. I don't know. But that take that out of the equation. Yeah, let's let's take that out of the equation then. He doesn't have to worry about that as well as trying to get all the decisions right as well. It wasn't an easy game to referee for anybody, but you would acknowledge that, you know, just. Right yeah, but a good re- a good referee could handle it. Good referees can handle difficult games. Now the rule says you can't imply incompetence or bias. Is that what Stevie Clark did in your opinion or not? Uh, I, yeah, I think so <laughs> I don't think there's any getting away from that um, We all had a chuckle at his comments on sat- Saturday when they came out But um, Gordon you can't say that about a referee uh, I think Stephen McLean has been blamed for the opposite I think earlier on the season um, You know given decisions I think in favour of Kilmarnock Because his dad played there And now he's been accused of the opposite I think it was hugely unfair um, I think Stephen McLean did get in my opinion, he did get some of the decisions wrong, but I don't think it merits the, the criticism that Steve Clark gave him. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think Steve Clark was over the top. Sometimes it's hard after a game, Gordon. Um, you know, you let your emotions run high a little bit. Um, you have a dig and then you start talking to the media and you just start to change things and then go, go away home sit down over a weekend, you think about it and say, well, maybe mm. I just went over the top there. And I think Steve Clark's a, a, an honest lad. I like the fact that he comes out and, you know, speaks his mind, but I think he went over the top with the referee's decision. Kilmarnock fans, anyone else is interested, tell us what you think. 0141 951 1025. Um, David O'Hara's on Twitter says, interview him for the job while he's there. So, <laughs> go in this door for your disciplinary hearing, yeah. and then if you go up the stairs, we'll interview you for the Scotland job. Who knows? Uh, Stevie's in Bailison. No, hi, Stevie. How are you doing, lads? Uh, just a wee quick thing, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got a new sponsorship deal with Mario's Chipping Your Farmwork. Uh, we pick up our new strips and set up there, just get a wee text earlier on. So, big thanks to Stevie and Mario's. Is this your, do you run a, a boys' club, Stevie? Is it an amateur team? Uh, it's an amateur team, mate. Uh, it's for the adults, but the boys' club <laughs> team would probably have a better attitude than <laughs> my boys. I mean, what team is uh, it then? You can't leave it that. You need to give them their, their full shout out. We're all shouting at the radio the new club. Uh, I coached Bill Grove, so they uh, made the quarterfinals of the cup. So they did in our first, first year of having the boys together, so I'm quite glad about that. There we are. Uh, Onwards and upwards uh, next season then. Uh, fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. I mean, also, uh, Obviously, I mean, I, I tried to go in yesterday, but I was taking my wee grandson down to uh, put a wee scarf in it, Billy Meneal's statue. Uh, and obviously, I'd met the big man when I first started coaching Belgrove. Uh, he gave me the best bit of advice. They said to me that I was coaching my pals and getting used to like, spending time on your own, drinking on your own, no getting invites to things. And, Never a true word did he say. <laughs> so it's not. Uh, obviously, 27 years I'm still there, but obviously Billy gave me he gave me good advice. 
let me know when managing your pals, let me know, try to be their mate and try to be their manager. They're very, very, very thin lines, so there is, you know, so uh, some of my mates still don't talk to me, and I mean, but that's, that's part and parcel, let me know, but they say to me it was a lonely job, and obviously 27 years down the line. I mean, I'd, I'd believe him. <laughs> Gordon, is that that the sum it up? You know, always time for for anyone, even you know, whether it's amateur coaches or managers, and, and passing on a bit of advice. Yeah, he was just a terrific guy, and um, even myself, Gordon, um, when I'm down to England, he was absolutely fantastic. Just he, he took time to make sure you were settled. As I said, a manager nowadays, he, he, he had me in the car in London, drove me all the way to Scotland, story after story. Great company, and even when I, f- I finished playing and went into management, always had time to come up and ask how things were going. And um, you know, he'd always say to me jokingly, "Have you ever signed a player that eats a fist supper before a game?" <laughs> but um, it was absolutely a great sense of humour as well. And all you know, you just hear f- from Tuesday night when Hugh was in here and Hugh telling the great stories about him as well. Everybody. Says the same thing about him He just had so much mm. time for everybody uh, Stevie what are you thinking about The football this weekend then And the sort of running Between now and the end of the season What what are you expecting? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Spurs fan Gordon That means so I was raging the other night But uh, hopefully they, they get The Champions League final That would cheer me up So I know I know Daz is going to shout at me And I've been Apologised obviously For putting City out But I hope we actually played better in the one nothing game that they beat us in the league, but uh, obviously I support the league, but I think it's going to be tough. I mean, we'll find Neil Lennon. I, I, I like Lennon again. I mean, any time I met Neil Lennon, he was always interested in my boys. Then, obviously, you know, like, talking about Celtic, or, I mean, the Premier League, he was asking about parks, and you were saying it's £96, pound, Lenny, and he's how much did the boys need to pay for that? And it's like a fiver ahead, and he went, you kidding on? I was like, you get four home games because we had a Saturday and a Sunday team. I mean, you're spending £800 a month for an amateur team. And it was just ridiculous. So it was, you just couldn't believe the price of parks. So yeah, I, mean, I think that's yeah. something we, we've heard a few complaints of those over, over the years. Maybe we'll get back into that in another one of our grassroots discussions. Thank you to Stevie in Bailiston. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Still Celtic, no Rangers 2, by the way, um, in that. Uh, Youth Cup final at Hamden So it was an early start for Rangers I think they were two up within six minutes The game has sort of settled down a bit Mark Wilson Yeah I still think Rangers Though look the most dangerous team um, Josh McPake who we were speaking about beforehand Just had a, an opportunity there Where he danced past a couple of Celtic defenders Far too easily Getting into the box and a shot blocked um, At the end So there's no doubt that your ex-driving instructors <laughs> will, will be the happiest manager on the touchline at Hamden. 01419511025 on Stevie Clark's comments. Wolfman's got nard says that the Clark comments suggest to me he has no interest in managing Scotland. He feels he's too big for the job now and wants to go back to England. No professional talks about a fellow professional like that without wanting a way out. Would you read as much into it as that or is no. it just sort of you know lashing out after a game? I think it's lashing out after a game, Gordon. I just think um, the emotions run high. You've had three players sent off. You've lost at home to Aberdeen um, and you just lash out at someone. And I think that uh, Steve McLean, the referee, took the brunt of it. I just, I don't get whether he's brother played 400 odd games we come out his dad I, his dad sorry I just don't get that I've, I really don't 
Um, yeah, you can come out and say, well, look, I thought the referee got decisions wrong. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I thought he was over the top a little bit. And I'm sure that Stevie Clark will probably look back in that the end of the season and say, yeah, maybe I was a wee bit... A wee bit too much uh, A lot of people are associating this with the, the search for a Scotland national team manager What did you make of Sven Goran Eriksson links this morning? Now needless to say it doesn't look like there is a great deal in it When you when you now look at it But he, he seems as if he's he's certainly kind of open to it Even though he hadn't heard about it initially or whatever But is, is that I mean, is that the type no of appointment that we, no. we should look to? <laughs> no, Gordon, no wonder he's open for it I mean, guy probably couldn't get a job for love nor money now at a decent level Scotland national team manager's job shouldn't be, you know, easy to come by It shouldn't be given to anybody And I think that's what, you know, as pundits and everybody else here speaking about it That's what we want it to get back to, a job that's Almost the pinnacle If not the pinnacle Of your career So for Sven Corrin Eriksson To be Even mentioned It's a bit of a joke for me I mean he, he had his time With England And he done reasonably he's well there He's big clubs Mark He's oh. an experienced manager Have <laughs> you been serious? No I, I, Well I he has managed He's, no, he's he has managed that. Oh you tell him then A Scotland manager no, no I'm not saying that But I'm, no, what you're saying? I'm saying He's managed big clubs You're saying Can't be serious He's got a better CV than a lot of people that have been mentioned for a job. So because he managed big clubs in the past, and he's managed, he's have managed the international level quite I'm some not, time ago. I, I, but I'm not saying that he should be the manager. I'm just saying. So what that, are you saying? I'm just saying that um, you're saying about oh well, I can't believe that's an absolute. Why would he ever be mentioned for it? It's because he's got a CV that he can put in there and apply for a job. Away you go. He's at it. I'm not sure. Uh, listen, he's been I hit with too many shuttlecocks in his bag. I do not want him to get the job, but what I'm saying is, I'm putting up an argument that he's quite right to put a CV in there because he's got a decent CV and are probably more successful mm. than other candidates. Eddie is in East Kilbride. Hi, Eddie. Hi, guys. Hello. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, got you. What's your point tonight, Eddie? Hey, my point is usually just when I get in the car, I put the radio on, listen to your channel, and then the topics come up. Um, and the one thing that struck a wee chord was the guy that was on earlier saying that, you know, the English clubs, Man United, Man City, there was no black armbands or minute science then for Billy McNeil, you know, the first British guy to win the European trophy. Um, and, you know, the more I'm listening to your channel, a so-called Radio Scotland channel, the amount of English football that's getting spoken about all the time, he's referred to it every single you know, programme you're on Eddie, have we not had this discussion before? No, we haven't I think we have um, We're talking about Billy McNeil, Eddie We're talking about Billy McNeil We're not talking about English football We're talking about Billy McNeil's tragic passing He was also the Man City manager And a caller referenced Maybe they should have paid tribute last night I don't think that's given undue prominence to English football really, is it? Well, in general, guys English football is getting more and more Um say on Scottish football programmes when else when else on this show Eddie apart from maybe a wee quiz question now and then or a, or a, a token mention when else you talk about it constantly you're when else just if, we, if it's constant you should be able to find one example when else you're giving us the results every day who the goal scorer was oh, we're going to give results on a Saturday Eddie that's just a Saturday afternoon thing isn't it but you'll do it midweek you'll talk if you, if you actually just let me get my wee words in please what I'm saying is you should be promoting youth football on your programmes, trying to motivate the young kids to move up to the next level. 
you know, all we talk about is foreigners coming in, foreigners coming in, you know, expensive players. We might lose them to England. Try getting motivation out to the young people to stay in Scottish football and then help the national team mm. get back up. Eddie, you must have missed the start of the show where we spent uh, probably a large portion of this show chatting about the youth football that's on our TV screens just now yeah, and I'm, how I must more admit, fans should get out and Eddie, how guys shouldn't go to England, they should stay in Scotland. You must have missed that. I did miss that. If, All right, if you, okay. I mean, basically, you're talking about tonight because Celtic and Rangers are playing in the final. Right. Ross County and someone else they probably just got a token gesture Well it's a Glasgow radio station Eddie So again that can't come as a huge surprise to you surely Well you're right But you shouldn't be If I go to Manchester I don't hear about Glasgow teams or Scottish football I just hear about Manchester, Bolton Those type of areas I just feel guys And if you know, if you do appreciate what I'm trying to say here I'm supporting Scottish football It's going downhill We're hanging by a thread All the money's going into England All the TV's going into All the radio's a lot of the radio's starting to go in it. And now, a lot more in Scotland. And we need to, you know, focus on the youth. Bring those young boys up. Because we can see that they're getting more and more attached to their playstations, the computers. And we need the, we need the attitude right and the drive and enthusiasm. And, you know, you had a guy on, oh, a couple of months ago. And, you know, it was good talking about, you know, the youth. And it was very motivational. But that's it. It's gone. I just wish you would have a look at this and, you know, highlight, you know, St. Mern if they've got a youth team. The smaller people, it might not suit the Celtic Rangers fans, but I think we need to get a good mix onto the station. Eddie, I generally respect all opinions and, and whatever else. So I do thank you for the call, but if your main criticism is that this show talks about English football too much, I think you're genuinely very, very mistaken. That's all I can say. So we'll, we'll leave it there. 01419511025. And we have had this discussion before, Eddie, by the way. I remember it. So let's let's be honest about things as well. How are you two getting on with your teaser? Because uh, I've, I've got two goalkeepers and I'm wondering how we get beat. Both Scottish <laughs> games, of course, that, that, that you played in. Um, yeah. Your last game for Rangers, Gordon Dale, quickly. You think you're starting 11. Go for it. Oh, starting 11? Already? Oh, t- yeah, tell us what you've got so far. Uh, Tim Stewart, goalkeeper. No, Peter McCloy. Then I'm not telling you. Right, uh, so uh, run through them. Right, uh, John McLeod must be one. Cooper, Bet, Russell, John McDonald, Ali Dawson. Uh, did Sandy Jardin or Dave McKinnon play right back? Okay, you're doing not too badly, Mark Wilson. What have you got? Last time you have uh, played for Celtic. Uh, so I've wrote down Zaluska, myself, Kelvin Wilson, Rognia, Azagiri, Forrest. Wanyama, Ledley, Commons, Stokes and Hooper No okay. way okay. No way I'll give you the answers uh, in the next part of the show Now remember we are supporting the men's 10k in Glasgow this Father's Day Sunday the 16th of June So really it's a great route You get to see a lot of the city Starting at the Riverside Museum You finish off at George Square And now for your chance to win free entry And a VIP package including a £100 run for it gift card Go to Clyde1.com Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's. Now at this time of the show, we're always going about the full-time teaser for the mm. pundits, but we're giving you a full-time teaser with a difference. We're putting you head to head tonight to see who can come up with this. Now the question's been sent in to fulltime at Clyde1.com, and we are looking for you, Gordon Deal, to name yeah. the starting eleven in your last ever Rangers game. And you, Mark Wilson, to name the starting eleven mm. in your last ever 
Celtic game Because you've both got pretty poor memories So we're going to see how you get on Gordon, start running me through them I'll tell you how many you've got uh, Right, McCloy Okay Jardin McClelland Dawson Cooper Bet Russell John McDonald so far Many's that You have got one Two, three, four, five, six, seven. You've got seven of the That's eleven. You've not got all eleven. I'm oh not no. telling you which ones. Uh, Mark Wilson, what have you got? Uh, Zaluska, uh, me, Kelvin Wilson, Nonya, Azagiri, Forrest, Wanyama, Joe Ledley, Chris Commons, Anthony Stokes, and Gary Hooper. You've got nine. Oh, <laughs> but hold oh, yes. on. Add me in. I've got eight then. What do you mean? Because oh, I never I, put, I, I put himself eh? in. I didn't put myself in Ha 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 What do you mean ha 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 Did you play? Did you start? Ha 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 Don't tell me you're not solving your last game <laughs> 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 no, Hold on, hold on I know your memory's bad But no You can't remember the difference between Playing the, the full cup final Or coming on for the last couple of minutes In your last ever game for Rangers I, play, I played in the one before Right, so that wasn't your last ever game. The Scottish Cup final. I started because I had a great run. Right, down right, the wing, forget that. Played the ball forget in. John McDonald scored. But in your last ever game for Rangers, <laughs> the Scottish Cup final, did you start the game? I don't know what one I started. I started one. I was sub with one. <laughs> you were a sub. The second one. So you're not in this one. All right, seven is okay then. Derek Johnson must have played, did he? I'm not telling you. Oh, you God. are a hopeless thing. Can you not remember that? <laughs> you got on for two minutes According to Wikipedia Nah I got on for more than that well, A great wave goodbye to the fans Oh I'll tell you who played that Alec Miller You've still got You've still got a couple <laughs> of minutes Miller. To come up with your answers Robert is an Aberdeen fan In Baylison Hi Robert oh, I'm Hi guys how we doing? Good thank you Robert What's your point tonight? It's uh, Billy, Billy McNeil um, I used to be a, a bus driver I'm uh, away for the buses now But when I was driving buses I had Three um, footballing personalities in my, my, my career in the buses, on buses that I was driving. Um, Billy McNeil, um, Willie Henderson, and Hugh Havens, if you can count Hugh. <laughs> but <laughs> um, when I was working for First Bus in Glasgow, uh, I approached a bus stop in Newton Mearns. There was maybe five or six people mingling about, and I, would, I looked, and then I looked again. I thought, "That's Billy McNeil." Now this is maybe going back twelve, maybe twelve, thirteen years ago. Go and put his bus pass on the, the ticket machine, and the whole way from Newton Mearns into the town, all I could think about was, "I've got Billy McNeil in my bus." <laughs> Were you I driving extra McNeil. carefully, Robert? <laughs> it was a blur It was just a blur And I have to say It was the same thing With Willie Henderson I picked Willie Henderson up In Rassel When he used to do The Glasgow Edinburgh bus And the whole way Through to Glasgow I'm sitting there saying I've got Willie Henderson In my bus And I, 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 when I got to Buchanan Street I spoke to Willie um, And I said to him See guys like you Your generation of football players And I mentioned Big Billy McNeil I think see when I was a wee boy, these were all film stars. These were all superstars that you would never ever dream of getting anywhere near. When Billy got off my bus, I opened my cabin in the bus and I shook his hand. I said, I just wanted to shake your hand, boy. 
Oh, that's fine, son. That's great. That's lovely. Thanks very much for that. And as I pulled away for the bus stop, he waved. I thought, you're cracking guy. Some guys would get off the bus and no bother. But he stood on the pavement and waved as I drove away for the bus stop. I thought, that's a decent guy that would do that. Yeah, and I mean, then, that, that's what I'm noticing, Robert, is, you know, Gordon, that's the, the, the power these guys had mm-hmm. and had. Everybody remembers all the details of the stories, such a lasting impact. Yeah, it's incredible that after all those years and Robert still remembers stories about Willie Henderson. They were back in those days, Gordon. You know, if you they were just there's something about them. You know, the John Greggs, the Billy McNeils, Jimmy Johnstons and people like that. Just to meet these guys was incredible. It's half time at Hamden. Let's get a quick half time report with Andrew McLean. Yeah, Celtic 2, uh, Celtic nil, Rangers 2, sorry, the half-time score here from Hamden. It was a really quick start to the match that gives this young Jersey side the advantage at the break. Just four minutes in, they found the breakthrough. A corner was cleared to the edge of the box. Kieran Dixon was there, and he showed composure beyond this year, striking the ball, side-footed low past goalkeeper Liam Hughes into the bottom corner for the opener, and then played barely restarted when they grabbed their second. It looked like a free-kick routine off the training ground that allowed Kyle McClellan to break away at the back post. The keeper came for it, but the Rangers defender headed it back towards and it was then a great strike from the Scotland Under-19 international through the crowd of players into the back of the net for 2-0. Josh McPake, he nearly added a third for Rangers, cut in from the left, past a couple of defenders that was saved well by Liam Hughes. Celtic's best chance, that came when they won the whole ball high up the pitch. Karamoko Dembele, he cut in, laid it back to Barry Kofi. Low shot from him from the edge of the box, but it was well saved by Lewis Budinakis. David, McMillan's, uh, David McCallum's side looking good value for their lead at the moment. Half time from Hamden in the Youth Cup final. Celtic nil, Rangers two. It's been a decent game. It's clearly a very quick start from Rangers. It has settled down after that. There wasn't, I don't think, a great deal in it, but you don't have to be ahead to feel half the, the blue yeah. Celtic away early on. Uh, see, to be fair, Gordon, I think they should be further ahead, uh, if I'm totally honest. You know, they had the clear cut chance right at the start that they should have scored in, and then, you know, Andrew just mentioned in there, junk, uh, young Josh McPake there had another chance. So, you know, Celtic really never created too many clear-cut chances. So uh, there's no doubt who's who's happier, you know, manager and team um, at half-time. But still, 45 minutes to go. Steve McManus and this young Celtic team will hope for a fast start to the second half. Yeah, it's been a good game, Gordon. Um, and I think Rangers will be very happy with their first-half performance. Uh, they got off to the best possible start. And... Um, I think really just watching the game I think they should be probably further ahead And uh, Celtic will be happy just to get in two So the next goal Celtic have got to get it And I'm sure that's what Steve McManus will be saying Look, we're still in this cup final The most important thing is We've got to get the next goal And give ourselves a chance So I think we're in for another Interesting 45 minutes Thanks to the previous caller Robert and Bayliss And it's time for you To round off the teaser We're splitting you up We're taking you head to head Gordon DL We're asking you For the starting 11 In the last game You ever played For Rangers You couldn't even remember That you weren't in it You were on the bench Mm -hmm. So what have you got? (laughs) Right I've got it McCloy Yes Jardin No McKinnon Yes Uh, McClelland Yes Colin Jackson? No. Gregor Stevens? No. Tom Forsyth? No. Mark Wilson? I don't know. Ali Dawson? Yes. Alec Miller? No. Subbed in Bobby Russell? Yep. Jim Bett? Yep. David Cooper? Yep. Derek Johnson? No. John McDonald? Yes. Robert Pritz? No. 
<laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Just naming names. Yeah. You've got another striker missing. Yeah, I know. I don't even Did know. Did you say Dave McPherson? Did he play? Yeah. I know myself and Billy right, Davis you're only missing. On you're only missing one defender, one striker now. Quick. I've no idea. Right? He's I've... got a son that played for Rangers as well. Now plays for Dundee United. Oh, I, I don't Quick. even know that's Sandy Clark. Oh, Sandy! <laughs> oh, the, Sandy Clark. The other Clark. one you're missing played for Motherwell also. Your other team. Craig okay. Patterson Right forget oh. it You're hopeless though oh, Absolutely horrendous Mark Wilson You yeah. were only looking for two You've got Zaluska Izagiri Mark Wilson Kelvin Wilson Ronya Ledley Wanyama Commons Stokes Can you name the next two? Oh, So the other ones were wrong uh, Samaras No Nah uh, I've got it Quick Nah Nah Listen Dylan McGeoch oh, And the striker Mo Bangura <laughs> Thank you Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal. We're back tomorrow night at 6 And Callum Gallagher is up Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims For 40 years